little shunk. Uh, what's the? No, you're probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's collective soul, right? Welcome once again to Chill Filtered, the podcast where we drink whiskey so you don't have to. But you probably should, and you probably are, and that's why we like you. Welcome another episode. Today, I'm going to say it right now, right in the beginning, we're drinking Jack Daniels Special Release Twice Barreled Rye. And that's going to be amazing. But before we get into the rye, before we get into the, any shooting of the breeze or anything like that, let's talk about some business. Uh, hit us up on Instagram. Feel free to reach out. We're, we're not that big yet where we can't... Uh, talk and shoot the breeze with our listeners uh if you have a question if you have some input or just want to talk whiskey we're down so reach out on instagram especially if you haven't before we uh really appreciate our longtime listeners that still do that uh but yeah maybe you've been listening for a while maybe you've listened to the fourth episode and you are hooked and uh the fourth you know total episode and you're just hooked <laughs> on us um I don't know. What yeah, episode, episode number four was. four was awesome. Yeah. I wonder what it was. It was probably like <laughs> Rock Hill Farms or something like that. Nice. I, nice. Don't Which, quote me on that. But I'm funny look you mentioned that. So, uh-huh. so I, I just tried Rock Hill Farms for the first time the other day. I can't really? remember if I told you that or not. Um, um, it was better than I thought it was going to be. Oh, it's good. I mean, it's it's people. I don't know what people think on the secondary, but some a lot of people give it more credit than Elmer T. Lee. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. And um, and secondary wise, it's about Elmer T. Lee and a half. It's about one point okay. five times. Yeah. Um, it's uh, but like I just I I expected it to just be some whatever forgettable. I can't believe yeah. this is this is hyped as much as it is kind of thing. But uh, yeah. I actually thought it was pretty good. It made me. It it hit the level of if I ever happen to find one, catch one, I think I would actually open it to keep it around the house for fun. I think it's, I think it's pretty good. I yeah no I've 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 and it's a cool looking bottle too. Um, yeah. I've definitely had at least two I think in the past like uh, bottles and maybe maybe it was just one but I've had it for had it for a little bit. I got it in Colorado. Episode four was Breckenridge uh, Standard, oh, nice. and then Rock Hill Farms was actually episode number two, which is kind of funny. Oh nice nice. Um, and when you said Breckenridge, you just reminded me of um, mm. the reentry buzz episode that we did. Yeah. I can't remember if it's gonna air. Uh, there was one. Yeah, it was a it was a, a American distillery that Ben Klepsigson in. I won't I won't reveal yes. what it was. Uh-huh. But mm. uh, but I was walking through Total Wine and I mm. like actually honed in on that section for the first time normally i would just kind of like gloss over it as i walked by but uh-huh. i remember being like oh dang i actually did like that sample mm-hmm. i wonder if they have any like picks or any cast string stuff and i, I did didn't they? anything oh okay. no they didn't they just had the the standard um standard fare but nice. uh, if they if they had had a, a pick i probably would have picked one up because i really liked what we drank the other day yeah well ben ben also sent in a 10 year of that variety uh this Ooh. week did he, he send it to you too right uh no i don't think so or maybe i'm just not remembering what it was but uh, yeah did he yeah, send ben, you did he send you me three uh, scotches three i'm pretty sure samples I, I i had two scotches and one was not uh, so not, it, i right. bet you got it you probably got it yeah so. my memory is not the best so i'll just have to check afterwards hey <laughs> sometimes it's to the best or for the yeah. best because when we're <laughs> trying to do these blind tastings on the reentry buzz it's like all right it's good that i forgot what number this was and, you know, i know right <laughs> um so i got some fun news uh on the kid front the life front 
nice. more so the kid front. So uh, Gray is officially on the chart. <laughs> oh, on the wait, <laughs> like the percentile chart. So she whatever? was, she oh, was, uh, you know, below the first percentile for a while. You know, in wow. utero and then out of utero, yeah. as they say, ex utero would probably be right. <laughs> but um, no longer but off the that. charts. Off the charts. So she, yeah, she was off the charts, but now she's on the chart. She is seventh percentile height or weight and tenth percentile height. So she's a little string bean like Beck. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we're stoked. We uh, she's been growing a ton. She's almost fourteen pounds now. So nice. Which did is, Beck have a similar think about start it, like that? What's that? Did Beck have a similar start like that? No, Beck was Beck was only like I want to say she was like. 30th percentile at birth um but she was beck was um higher height percentile than she was weight so she's kind of skinny and taller nice. than most kids of her age so on our very first ultrasound they mm-hmm. um they were measuring they do some measurement where they mm-hmm. like measured from tip of the head to yeah. some part of the leg or something mm-hmm. and uh and and chickpea was definitely coming in at uh she like based off that measurement and averages mm-hmm. she was showing like she was several days further more developed than like average for that nice. um normal period yeah. um, and and well at the time se- several days was a substantial fraction oh um, totally yeah but back then of course now mm-hmm. we're at i don't know 15 or 16 weeks actually so yeah we're we're getting up there now yeah, yeah. that's exciting so um I, I don't want to hear it because I know you don't want to give it, but have you developed more uh, name uh, progress? <laughs> I love how uh, it's not just you. Everyone goes for the names. Everyone wants to know names. Mm. It's like, it's like, it's such a hot, like fun yeah, thing to be able unique. to ask. I mean, literally I, that's what makes us all special. <laughs> I totally get it. I totally get it. Yeah. And and I know, you know, uh, as you said that I'm not going to say anything, um, mm. but uh, to answer your f- question in the least fun way, no, uh, no, that's kind of <laughs> cool. Yeah. You still figured it out. We haven't I mean, even we haven't started to down select uh, mm-hmm. from our list of names. We've just been pouring names in a list and then haven't even down selected at all. No, nah, that's cool. What I mean, when we were on our way to the hospital, we finally decided on a middle name for Gray. Uh, so if that helps any of it, we 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 took nice. a long. We knew Gray. We took a long time for the middle name. Like, way too long, i love the so. idea that you were like now look we got to figure this out by the time yeah. we get there the clock yeah, is we're gonna ticking. have to sign some papers yeah <laughs> but it was nice because <clears throat> heather and i made an agreement that <clears throat> she would be able to uh choose a theme for the uh nursery and then i would have um a little more like she would have a little more say in the nursery i'd have a little more say in the middle name so it was kind oh. of in my court and I was between oh. two names really yeah. two or three. And then we kind of just on the way up, we're like, this one just has more of a ring in the, her, her middle name is Victoria. Uh. And um, we, we were thinking of Alexandra uh, or I liked Alexandria, um, yeah. but uh, we didn't want her name, her initials to be gas. Oh hey, yeah. Right. Received, so, I figured you um, just needed a little extra influence uh, on your drive up there. You're looking around. You're like, uh, you're seeing things that are flying by yeah, the car. See a you're like, Secret, uh, uh, gray uh, Dunkin' billboard. Sebald. Yeah. <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. Gray yeah. McDonald's Sebald. Mm-hmm. That sounds pretty good. We'll go with that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wendy. <laughs> Wendy. That'd be a really funny middle name. <laughs> gray Wendy. 
you see that. <laughs> sound as bad as I thought originally, but no, that's cool. Why is my middle name Wendy? Well, we were on our well, way to the hospital and I got yeah. really hungry. And then our third child would be like, so that's why I was named Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or there's probably worse name. There's probably like, um, I don't know, like Arby's or something. <laughs> <laughs> Duncan yeah. Arby's Savald. Mm -hmm. Your mother had yep. weird pregnancy cravings. <laughs> yeah. I actually, uh, one of my best friends from college, he uh, named his son Jameson because of the pregnancy cravings. She didn't take advantage of those pregnancy cravings, but she really wanted Irish whiskey while she was pregnant. Nice. And, nice. Um, and they named him Jameson. Well, speaking of drinking while pregnant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we've got this uh we've got this non-alcoholic sampling oh, nice. class at total wine that we're gonna go to on oh, friday cool for yeah. beer or for spirits or i i imagine it's more spirits based mm -hmm. um because uh, i think the class was geared towards um mocktails and nice. so I, I think it's nice. it's not so much about like the spirits themselves but just a way to make a fun like ginger spritzy kind of thing that's zero percent yeah and uh, we're going with some friends uh who are also pregnant and they're mm -hmm. uh so uh, Katie and Curtis. So Katie's baby shower nice. is uh, on hey. Saturday. Uh, nice. So we're going going to this uh, fun mocktail class on Friday. So it should be good. When is Katie's uh, little little chickpea do? Yeah. Oh yeah. Their name for their child is Chicken Nugget. Okay, I like that. Yeah. And I believe the nug, full nug. the full name is Chicken Nugget Jalapeno Popper. I think that's nice. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not kidding. So, <laughs> one of my favorite nicknames for any kid, you know, like like what I was like with Beck. If she wants to snuggle, I'll call her my little snuggle nugget. Yeah, that's, that's cute. Kind of cute. Yeah. Katie will hear this because Katie's been commenting yeah, on our listener. YouTube videos a lot lately. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. She's a viewer. Yeah, regular. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, she's listened to the fourth total episode and she's hooked. Yep, that's so, how we get that you. Could be you, new listener. That can and then we'll be start you. talking about your baby, and then, yeah, and then exactly. you just can't we'll stop. Talk about yeah. your whole life, yeah. <laughs> right, just spill the um, beans. What was I thinking? So, um, yeah, yeah, I'm doing a, a poker night at the end of the month. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With some whiskey. Basically, this is my opportunity to have. I love poker. Poker is awesome. I, I I never win, but I love playing it. Um, and then I'll open my, 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 uh, whiskey shelves and take out like maybe like 10 or so whiskeys and basically say the rest you can drink. And then I'll probably even give away some bottles. Uh, cause I, I, I have so many bottles on my shelf and there are just some that I pretty much don't ever prioritize. So yeah. I'll probably just be like, Hey, you want this random blah, 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 blah that I like, but don't love and probably will never want it over any of the other options I have. Yeah. Like sweet. So yeah, the, uh, fun. sticks out in my mind. Uh, mm. I was big on trying to get those makers special releases. So like yeah. the EBRT mm -hmm. and, um, I did finally wise up. I did not get the B E P I think. B -E -P. Okay. Um, I, I didn't get that one. Um, mm. and then, uh, Anyway, I uh, I was like, I got to stop just buying all these because I want to try it and I want to compare yeah. them. But mm -hmm. like, I'm going to end up with like a bunch of makers bottles that like, totally. it's good. Uh, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I do actually like it. It's just like not something that I'm like, hey, I really want to drink cast drink makers tonight. That's not something that goes in my head, you know, regularly. Yeah. So 
Yeah. I'm hoping one of these days somebody's over at my house and they're like, this FAEO2 is real good. And I'm like, like yeah, boy, do I got please. something for you. <laughs> yeah, you're taking this home with you. I will yeah. say though, uh, FAEO2, I said that one on purpose. That That is my favorite one, actually, mm-hmm. of all the ones that I've tried. I think BEP nice. is the only one I haven't tried at all. And I've heard it's very good. But uh, when I did a little blind twice, FAEO2 mm. ended up on top. I don't know why. I did a blind yeah. with, uh, that's one of the barrel finishing series, right? Yep. Yeah. I did a blind. Got that one right on. So proud oh, of that. Yeah. That's so, right. like that's, that's one of the things. Like It's like not a big deal, but like that was like one of the greatest moments of my life. was like <laughs> nailing a bottle guess on Matt Madness. Yeah. Didn't even try the bottle. Yeah, and that came in just above Beck's birth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in yeah. terms of life, marriage or the wedding yeah, day. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one of the greatest moments of my life. One time, when I think about yeah. that, hello, yeah, cat. Yeah. <laughs> I um, wondered if you could hear that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I was. I had just moved to Madison. Uh, this is before we even started the podcast, of course, because we started it in Madison. I had just moved there. I was about there about a week or so. And of course, I am a um, jeweler on the side and mm-hmm. had an Etsy shop. I had about, at that time, I had about two to 300 sales on my Etsy shop. And <clears throat> I'm at this like uh, cafe, like a coffee shop in Madison. I'm studying for, you know, I'm in school back again. So I'm like studying for something. And I start talking to the barista who I had developed kind of a friendship with and all of a sudden this guy like walks up and like joins our conversation which is fine like it was actually kind of perfect that you know someone joined it on it and i look at him and i look at his ears and he's wearing my gauges and i was like shaking like i was like where did you get those and i already knew the answer i was like you know but um that was one of the greatest moments of my life was how did realizing uh, that my art was so you know available i don't know it was cool to see my art without seeking it out you know yeah was he like oh yeah there's this little etsy shop that i really like like what did he say something like that I, I was like i basically like led him i was like did you get those on etsy and i was like i'm the guy who made those <laughs> and he's like yeah these are my favorite plugs so <clears throat> yeah it was cool That's so cool he's like yeah i felt really bad for this etsy channel you know yeah, yeah. doing all right much, but... Looked like he needed the help. Yeah. <laughs> but i don't know why i lost yeah, a bet just... and i have to wear these for a month yeah I'm like, oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> but uh yeah. So that's uh that's one of the greatest moments of my life. I have many. It's like it's like I can't always pick a favorite. Like people are like, who's your best friend? I'm like, dude, I got like five. And um and people say, you know, like even even best day of your life. I'm like, ah. I feel yeah. like the wedding day was up there because that was hard fun. to say. You even yeah. asked me what my favorite movie is, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah, might be Young Frankenstein, though. I freaking oh, really? Love that movie. Is that yeah. the uh Mel Brooks one? Yes, yeah, so you're a it's Mel Brooks so... kind of guy. Oh, yeah, so nice. goofy, so goofy, yeah. So, wait, okay, now that we we got a moment, we're, we're, I mean, we're doing all right. So, one of the funny things that Robbie and I always talked about was music. What kind of music do you like? I know you're like got some mm. classical influence from your upbringing, oh, yeah. but yeah, yeah. And I um, saw Chopin was chosen as one of our uh, YouTube uh, recommendations recently, and I'm like, oh, someone listening to Chopin? Oh, that's funny. Yeah, it must have been on uh, the old chill filtered account that day. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah, that's funny. Uh, 
and yeah, you are right about the Chopin. I, mm. I've just been calling it Chopin like my entire life. And Chopin. I can't, I can't shake it. Yeah, at least I don't say Chopin. Mm. But uh, but anyway, um, Chopin, that is correct. Mm. Um, yeah, classical. I rarely listen to classical. Like maybe yeah. if I'm working on something, because I, uh, I think you were talking mm. about this the other day. I can't handle word listening. Uh, yeah, yeah words and while music working. while i'm while i'm mm -hmm. uh, especially while i'm reading but okay. in general while i'm working unless i like yeah. really know the song so the, the all the music's just going in one ear and out the other mm -hmm. um anyway i uh i really like kind of grungy uh nice. 90s stuff ah, um perfect. i uh, i actually um recently i've been listening to a lot of pearl jam all over nice. again the, the versus album is like nice it just hits me uh, perfect. I, I love nice. it so much. And um, I, I'd say um, my favorite, well, I don't want to use the word favorite because the band that I've liked the most uh -huh. for the longest period of my life, and I uh -huh. still like them a lot, a lot, is mm. Third Eye Blind. Nice. That you ever Eye met them? Like, yeah. 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 I got to I've meet seen them too, live yeah. like three times. And uh -huh. one of those times we were on our way out of the, out of the venue, like super late. And they were, uh, they were all just like in a huge Denali out front. And so we went nice. up and we we're like, Hey, good job guys. <laughs> um, so I, it was in Phoenix. You might have, do you ever see them in Phoenix? Oh, you know what? I think I bought tickets to see them in Phoenix and, uh -huh. um, and like, tickets went on sale like a year and a half in advance uh -huh. and i didn't put it in my calendar and i totally forgot and like a month after the show i was like wait a minute there was supposed oh, to be a third concert and it was like a month ago did it happen to be the uh the pre-covid um jimmy Eat world co-headlining um i think i would remember if a band that prominent was headlining for him it definitely wasn't like festival level in case mm -hmm. that's what yours was yeah no, no, yeah, I but, saw Jimmy and uh, Third Eye Blind at the uh, pavilion. What's it called? The uh, auction. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I went to. Um, it was like uh, a week or two into Sam and my starting to date. Uh -huh. I uh, like. I went to just an absolutely insane amount of concerts when I was nice. in college. Uh -huh. uh, and like, I must have just got it all out of my system because now when I think about going to a concert and thinking about being around all those people, I'm like no thanks uh -huh. like That's like funny. now like i'm i don't know old enough i guess you yeah. could say that uh if i'm gonna go to a concert i want to be able to like pay a premium to be able to like be yeah. in a nice section and not have to totally. deal with a bunch of crap because mm. uh, i've dealt with That's enough real. crap in yeah. my life um totally in concerts. yeah and um anyway like a couple weeks into sam and my dating uh i took her to back-to-back -to -back nights uh, oh, wow. concerts at this same place there was some something car related going on uh, uh -huh. i don't remember what it was exactly but there were they had multiple shows across multiple nights and um third eye blind played one night and then nice. tonic played the next oh wow night. so we went baby. back to back and I was like afraid that like Sam was going to be like, oh, my God, this guy goes to concerts all the time when like I don't really anymore. It yeah. wasn't like going to be a thing that we were going to do man. forever. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, God, Third Eye Blind and Tonic, those are huge for me. My thing about Tonic is that I think I only know the one song, the If You Could Only See song. Yeah, right. Which is like I, it's got to be their biggest hit. Yeah. But um, Tonic has a an acoustic album okay. that is awesome mm. 
Nice. And like maybe maybe I'm just biased. Maybe it's just awesome if you already really like the the mm -hmm. songs. But um to me, like that's an album I could listen to like every day. Nice. It's oh, so that's good. sweet. <laughs> that's great. No, uh, that's I mean, that's my my I think not lately, but like if I were to you know aggregate all of my musical appreciation over my time as a music appreciator um i i think yeah 90s grungy and like mid 90s to you know even just late 90s like like my favorite band is the smashing pumpkins and oh yeah, yeah. um nice and then yeah after that you know i can very much appreciate uh even even the more grungier ones like like alice in chains or uh Soundgarden or yeah um yeah there's a lot that i can just get behind in that realm. i uh i went through a period of time where i was big into nine inch nails and just nice. trent reznor in general he's great dude he's so and talented yeah that coincided with a time in my life when i was starting to be interested in vinyl so uh -huh. those two interests combined into, hey, I'm going to buy every Nine Inch Nails release on vinyl. Nice. And so I I would have eBay saved searches set up oh, wow. that like when somebody would put up some like mm -hmm. DJ single only oh, version wow. of some crazy the 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 thing with Nine Inch Nails releases, they mm -hmm. he would call them halos. And yeah. there were, you know, I don't know, 20 ish uh, halos. Mm -hmm. And they're, they're like primary releases not necessarily like full albums but like eps it would even yeah, count yeah. as halos mm -hmm. um or even i want to say there's even some singles that would count as a halo yeah. because it's the same single but it's remixed like four different ways yeah. and they consider mm -hmm. that halo number 13 or whatever oh cool and so it was big for me of like i'm gonna get every halo on nice. vinyl and uh yeah i did nice. uh so I, I i do have every every Nine Inch Nails Halo on vinyl. Mm. Um, I might not have his like absolute latest album because like the interest oh. kind of dropped off. Totally. And then once it was like, this is brand new, I could go buy it at Target. Yeah. Like it kind of mm. lost its appeal when it wasn't like, totally. this is a super rare thing that was only distributed to radio stations in the 1990s or whatever. Yeah. Like that was where I was all mm. in on the hunt and everything. That's and then all cool. that hunt turned into bourbon hunting yeah exactly <laughs> you you uh you graduated to um to bourbon after that is it a graduation Every... though <laughs> what's that is it a graduation though i don't know <laughs> yeah yeah it's another another step um what was i thinking um holy cow i'm looking i just randomly okay so i'll mention what i was gonna say but i'm randomly looking at the uh our episode counts and I don't know if this can, can, it can't be right, but I'm looking at episode one, two, three, four, and, and so on. And episode yeah. one has like so few, I think it was because, yeah, I know actually what happened. Robbie went back and changed something of uh, the episode one. And so it has like two, no, not two, but like, uh, like 8% of the listens that we get of other episodes oh. in that realm. Uh, so I'm like, why is it so like, did people just skip over episode one? But I think it was because it restarted the count at a certain That's point. That's funny. And that being said, uh, when was that? Was that 2019 or what? 2018, June 25th. Dang, cool. So it's been this year. It'll be six years uh, in June. Awesome. It's crazy. Um, you ever heard so the song? You were going to say something. 
by Nine Inch Nails um, right where it belongs. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's on With Teeth. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's one of my favorite, um, favorite Nine Inch Nails songs. Uh, Um, Then you should listen to the mm -hmm. quiet version of Right Where It Belongs. Oh, on it. Yeah. It is. uh, It's, it's just, it's super chill. It's like, it's Uh just Trent and like, um, kind of like MIDI piano sound. Nice. Um, And like, there's, there's nothing else. There's no, background anything else going on it's it's very um like emotional it's very you can like i don't know it just if to me it feels more it's not this produced Uh song for an album it feels like something that you would relate to more yeah (laughs) it feels like something that would just get you emotionally more is it like v2 i'm seeing a few versions okay cool on it later Nice. No, I love that. And that was like, and so what I loved about uh, like Trent Reznor and all that stuff is it reminded me of some of Smashing Pumpkins B-sides. Uh, not like stuff like that, like like right where it belongs and stuff like that. It reminded me of some of the slower Smashing Pumpkins songs, which were not yeah. as, um, you know, definitely not on the radio and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, no, 90s is where it's at. I know. I sure. I could listen to it all day, every day. Actually, one of my, one of my, I probably mentioned this before on the podcast, but one of my biggest uh, achievements in music is um, I had a friend one time that we were, we were playing poker. It was a poker night. And we're like, we should put on a Pandora station, listen to some genre of music. So he, and then one of my friends is just like 80s pop. And we're like, oh, okay, sure. If you really like, he was so excited that we're like, yeah, we'll, we'll play 80s pop. And yeah. for the next like two or three hours, he was calling every song and title or title and artist Dang. for every song within five to 10 seconds of the song starting. And then he would know like half the words for every song too. And I was like, That's and he was impressive. not invited ever again. Yeah, exactly. And not Michael gonna... Jackson, well, actually I love Michael Jackson. So yeah, well, we heard a lot of that and all that stuff. But nice. um, so I was like, I should do that for my favorite genre. And so I um, set like a, a pandora challenge for myself to name the title and an artist of every song in a row and get the most in a row and yeah. i got to 81 dang uh, without uh with uh, without messing it up it took it took a little bit but um yeah and then the one you know what got me it shouldn't even be in the genre to be honest uh <laughs> it, and it was so uh abnormal to, to the other music i was listening to but it was uh all-star by smash mouth Huh. And I had, I, in my head, I'm thinking, this is Smash Mouth, this is Rockstar, and that's where it got me. I Boo. Song, so. Good. Uh, that was an honorable thing to do, though, to count that mm. as not correct. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I don't want an asterisk by my name when I get it on the yeah. board. So I was uh, actually thinking about this the other day. Mm-hmm. I wish that I had, like, music that I was into that year, I wish that mm-hmm. I had just, like, a recap of like yeah. and i i swear maybe spotify does something like this automatically Google i'm not does. sure yeah. well i'm not sure if it holds year to year like i can't say five years ago what was my what was my radio for five years ago for me yeah. personally that's what i want i want to uh-huh. say my sophomore year of college what was i listening to and i want to be able to have a a, a playlist like that i i wish yeah. that i had made i wish that i'd been making my own like playlists and things like that yeah. that would have been cool yeah we should do that for you know yeah. the sake of just looking back and stuff because like got... these days 
yeah, I'll like listen to a lot more. Like today, I can even show you what I was listening to today. I, uh, but it doesn't really matter. Like I was listening to, I listened to some Paramore, which I normally don't like too much. Uh, I was listening to some indie dance kind of genre stuff. Yeah. And uh, just my, my general stuff. But it was a little special, different day today. Yeah. I got into indie stuff a lot in college. So I was listening mm-hmm. to like The Strokes and Interpol. Yeah. And yeah. You listen to the Yeah, yeah, yeahs? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. They yeah. were like right in that. Yeah. They were right in that uh, zone because the, the Strokes are from New York, right? Yes. Yeah. And so were the Yeah, yeah, yeahs. And they, um, they were kind of like in tandem for a little bit. I think The Strokes got a little bigger. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I respect them. And Interpol, also from New York, I believe. Think. Yeah, I, I yeah. saw. Well, actually, I'm not sure about that. I'll believe you on that. But um, yeah, I saw the Strokes and and Interpol probably four or or five times. That's cool. Um, not at the. I don't. I'm not sure they ever played together. I don't mean together. But um. But like that's the kind of stuff where it's like I'm at uh like my first year of college. I was at KU in Lawrence, uh-huh. <clears throat> like uh 45 minutes west of Kansas City, and it's uh-huh. like, hey, Strokes are playing in St. Louis. We're Go. going. And yeah. so we'd hop in the car and we'd drive three, four hours or whatever it is on a, on a school night, see nice. the strokes in St. Louis and then drive all the way back, get home at like 2 AM and then go to That'd school the great. next day. Like that That's was, that was you, like, though. I did that too much in college. Yeah. I, um, I did a little bit of, yeah. Like I actually, my first concert was my junior year in college. Now that I think about it. Dang. Well, what yeah, was it? I was, uh, it was Jimmy World, actually. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, and it yeah, was my... it was incredible. Like the people I was with were like, "Yeah, you, you kind of just spoiled yourself on this one because they just went all out, and they always do." Jimmy Dang. World. Wow. Um, but that's yeah. cool. My first concert was Creed. Creed <laughs> with arms wide open. <laughs> I wish I could remember what year that was. That had to have been. That's funny. Uh. I think I was probably like 13 ish. So mm. it probably like, like late nineties, I guess maybe like 98 yeah. or so. Nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my, my first concert was Creed. Oh, uh, but, um, mm-hmm. uh, collective soul, collective soul. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would see them. Uh, what's the, uh, no, you're probably, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's Collective Soul, right? That? Uh, yeah, it's it's a Shine by Collective yeah. Soul. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, they opened for Creed, and oh, that's I great. Still, I almost remember more about that the yeah. the opener than the headliner yeah. Creed. Yeah. Dude, I feel like they have more hits than Creed does. I don't know about that. Maybe, yeah, yeah maybe I don't know. But yes, uh, Interpol is from New York. I just found. Oh, that out, so. very good, very good. But yeah, that whole scene, yeah, it's quite the scene. I actually just, just within the past year or so, discovered Interpol. Not discovered, oh, really? but like started to give them a chance. And oh, I love man. them. Yeah. That was heavy in 2005, 2006 mm-hmm. was when I was like all in. And uh, they'd yeah. always wear suits for mm-hmm. their attire when they were on stage. That's great. So like they just, they had this look to them mm-hmm. that was like, um, uh what's the word like uh professional attire but mm. kind of like relaxed and like yeah, yeah. you a little bit uh-huh. um yeah it was, it was cool that's funny now anyway i guess we should probably drink whiskey <laughs> fine so this I was guess. a good 
we'll talk more music because now we have a lot more in common. So, what uh, is your entry buzz, sir? Oh yes, I am uh, entry buzzing on the art of spirit. Uh, it is a Colorado Longmont, Colorado brand. We mentioned it last week as the what was you to choose, uh, but it is a single barrel and it is port finished, and it is five years, six months matured in typical you know new american oak and then finished in port tawny port at that and it's very good yeah is that what about you? like jammy sweet as i imagine yeah. it is nice mm -hmm. i like that that's cool uh i am entry buzzing on the jack daniels twice barreled single hey so the, um what that's like a 2022 release i believe yeah i think so right um yeah. surely um, I have an opinion already. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I have an opinion already on this, and um, I believe that I like the single malt more than the rye nice. that we're about to drink. Which, by the uh -huh. way, today we're drinking Jack Daniel's yeah. special release, twice barreled mm -hmm. rye that that just came out in 2023. Mm -hmm. Um, the single the single malt though i'll have to i'll try to give some good uh, comparison notes here but uh yeah. well we should just do an episode on it because we both have a bottle of it that's true so, yeah all right we'll next week no, <laughs> okay maybe two weeks um all right now that we got that down let's get into some history after we go to this quick break Shout out for a few notes to get to. Shout out to Ben Klepsig sending us uh, three samples uh, this week. Can't say enough about how awesome Ben is. He's awesome. He also uh, found me a Found North Batch 4. That's right. Yeah. And and you were Maybe. able to find him at a certain point. In, uh, yeah. A, a Elijah Craig barrel proof. Yeah. Elijah Craig, nice. the C923. He was nice. uh, really interested in that. And uh, I was cool. able to find one here in Phoenix. Nice. That's cool. Uh, hopefully, uh, everyone listening today or viewing today might have been able to listen to our re-entry buzz episode last week, uh, the short format episode. We like to keep it about 10 minutes. If you haven't yet, please do. And we're all ears for your feedback. If you got something, we want to make it uh, interesting. We want to make it worth it. We want to make it awesome. So uh, today we're drinking Jack Daniels special release twice barreled rye. It mentions a heritage barrel in there or something like that, right? And we'll get into what that Maybe. means. Right? It does. does it say it? Okay, cool. Heritage Barrel Rye. It says it on the little blue label at the very bottom. Oh, nice. Hey, we'll explain what that is in a moment. Yes. Uh, this is our sixth episode on a Jack Daniels product. Uh, we've done everything from Old Number 7 to the Single Barrel Barrel Proof Rise and Tennessee Whiskeys. Uh, we've done the 10 and 12 year on the same episode. We've uh, also done one other special yearly re or special release. That's so a yearly release. That was the 2020 single barrel barrel proof rye. Um, that was that year's special release. So we're actually going to talk today uh, a little bit about uh, special releases from Jack Daniels. You know, we've talked about Jack history before. We've talked about the Lincoln County process. We've talked about um, Tennessee whiskey and the rules and the laws and exceptions to the laws and Jasper Newton Daniels and nearest green and corn and rye and charcoal and all that. I thought we would just talk about some crazy releases over the years. So I will say one thing. 
things changed recently for Jack Daniels. Jack Daniels has some accolades in the whiskey world, uh, but some people and some people may know that and still be uh, impressed or not impressed. Uh, but what other brand in the U.S. is in the top five best-selling whiskey brands in the country? There are two American brands uh technically american brands but uh two of which are american and then uh one is not even a real whiskey jack daniels is legitimately the number one selling whiskey in the u.s uh more than even fireball so the the order goes jack daniels crown fireball jim beam and jameson so uh, wow you know we're outnumbered american whiskeys for american whiskeys are outnumbered uh in the american scene so it's i was gonna funny. be surprised if jim beam wasn't on there yeah yeah, yeah. number four um and i believe Still number though. five was uh maker's mark actually i remember ah. six was maker's mark yeah okay okay yeah so yes jack daniels has a big reputation but lower end options shout out to, to taylor swift more. why is that shout out to taylor swift big reputation big reputation big reputation <laughs> i think it's just reputation that's the album name oh. at least anyway huh not not on my um, Spotify uh, oh. yearly thing, but I can I can very much respect her. I, I I think she is uh, extremely talented and knows how to write a song. That woman she knows how to write a song. The uh, concert movie that she put out is mm-hmm. pretty freaking cool too. So really, highly recommend. That's good to hear. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't expect so. Uh, especially, you know, um, from someone who's been to so many concerts, uh, <laughs> it's cool to hear that it's actually still good, even in the theaters. It's just fun. It's just cool. two and a half hours of fun nonstop. Yeah. You could take chickpea there one day. I, I, there, yeah. but technically chickpea's been there already. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's great. Um, but anyway, big reputation. Uh, but lower end options, like I said, tend to sell more in the U.S. They're all pretty cheap and sweet whiskey options, and but it's admirable and to be recognized uh, that Jack Daniels has done so well. But they're actually making legit whiskey too, unlike Fireball. Uh, but I digress. Uh, but things changed, like I said, recently in t- 2008, Jeff Arnett took over as master distiller. And there were always more options than old number seven. There was Gentleman Jack, which was introduced in 1988. Uh, But in 2011, after Jeff Arnett took over, uh, they started distilling rye for the first time. Then in 2015, they they released their first single barrel barrel proof Tennessee whiskeys. And then they released some single barrel ryes in 2016. Not barrel proofs yet, but uh, still single barrels. They did a rested rye in 2014. Uh, what? But here's where there was the turn in 2018. What, uh, what was that uh, thing you said? The rested, the rested rye? rye. Do you know what it that was is? Like a, it, it, it was kind of like a single barrel rye, but it, I had it uh, back in like 2016. It was what good. It was like pure rested? bananas. Rested. What does not that arrest? I don't even know. They like rested somehow. Maybe so the it, barrel was rested. It did not. I got to look it up. Yeah, it rested in a barrel. Unlike oh, it rested. It's right. ever been barreled before. <laughs> yeah. Well, except what was that one, um, like uh, Pabst Blue Ribbon whiskey, where it was like passed through a barrel, and technically oh. it was the first time it was passed through a barrel, but it was aged. Nice. That was a funny one. It was basically like a whiskey barrel funnel, and as long as it wasn't, as long as the whiskey touched it, 
and didn't stop then it was yeah. non-used aged whiskey basically <laughs> or, yeah it was fun think about how you can get around these rules weird anyway in 2018 they released something called the heritage barrel and this was a single barrel release of 100 proof tennessee whiskey there were only 200 barrels that were used before aging and uh, or rather used and before aging uh, they were hand selected by jeff arnett and apparently slow heated uh, in order to achieve a deeper and richer toasted layer before they were charred. So it was basically like oven kiln, basically, before they were charred. Um, and that's not the first, that was not their first special release bottle. Or that wasn't their first special bottle, but it was their first labeled special release. Uh, but in 2020, Chris Fletcher took over and there were some other special releases. Uh, and people started to really notice uh, in 2020's uh, special release was the barrel proof single barrel rye, mm-hmm. even seeing some what I believe were hazmat bottles out of that release. Minimum was 125 proof that we were seeing. There were only uh, 200 barrels of that release. Then in 2021, Koi Hill special release came out, which were also single barrel barrel proofs, but they were very hot Tennessee whiskey uh, bottled between, get this, 137.4 and 148.4. 0.3 proof depending on the barrel uh only about 300 barrels were released koi you ever have a koi hill at a bar and it was very good i liked was it, it a hazmat? Lot. uh i actually don't know uh, i'm not no, sure if it good. was actually hazmat or not yeah, um, but you know it had the age uh, and everything mm-hmm. so it was yeah. it was really good but dang, i mean hard Jack to find Daniels- and expensive yeah jack daniels reads hot anyway like even if it's 125 it reads like 140 usually uh for their single barrel barrel proofs um but anyway yeah up to 148.3 proof only 300 barrels koi hill is the highest elevation on the distillery property and that's where the oldest warehouses were and that's where those ones were aged that's why they called it that and then in 2022 there was a follow-up release to the koi hill uh, much smaller, same deal as Coy Hill, but these ones ranged minimum 143.6 and up to 155.1. Dang. Could you imagine? A no. One. Yeah. So anyway, uh, there were, then there was the twice barreled single malt uh, finished in Oloroso sherry cast, what we were just talking about. Uh, bottled proofs range from 105.7. Uh, I can't. And then what, what's your proof on yours? Mine's 106.1. Okay, so it's saying, yeah, they range from 105.7 to 107.8, which might be right. I mean, guess I believe that, that it's a pretty narrow range. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but one, it was their, one of their first big single malt releases, if not their first technical I believe it was the release. very first. Yeah, but now they've done a few. Um, and 100% malted barley uh, from Jack Daniels. So, and then in 2023, we got a very special release, and that's what we're drinking today the twice barreled rye, including a heritage barrel. So, anyway, it's Tennessee rye. Yes, they use, do use the Lincoln County process, and they're rye too at Jack Daniels. Their mash bill is 70% rye, 18% corn, and 12% malted barley. Proof is 100, uh, no barrel proof today uh they age it in oh but it's also apparently a single barrel i read that on multiple websites but it didn't seem like it was on the bottle itself but i read it on multiple websites it is well bottling date first barrel entry second barrel entry i mean it's got yeah i bet it is single barrel though i'll have to uh read further but uh, like i mean 
first barrel entry, second barrel entry, they could have barreled it. They could have barreled multiple barrels that day. I mean, maybe it's a batch and they were all barreled on the same day. But I I doubt they would batch just a day's worth. Where did you see that it was a single barrel? So it was part of their single barrel special releases. It was two websites said that. So that was kind of like the thing is like one said it was like a single barrel, but you would imagine they'd put it on the bottle. But then they said, this is their latest of their single, like the websites both said, this is like, it was a press release. It's their latest of their single Mm. barrel special releases. I don't know. I cannot confirm, but my money but is. But I don't on think the Oloroso one. Is, no, no, no. It is because they're all with different proof. Yeah, never mind. Just I don't know. Strike that from the record. Anyway, let's just say maybe it's not a single barrel. Uh, they age it in a normal, you know, charred oak barrel, uh, newly charred oak barrel, and then finish it in a heavy toast barrel. That is the same barrel as what they used for the um, heritage barrel, which they kilned it or ovened it raise that heat up and then chart it at mm. least five years on the initial uh, barrel. And then at least two years on the heritage barrel. So that's at least seven years old. Um, yeah, this one, my, uh, yeah, two years and math, 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 eight, two years and eight months. Nice. Or no, wait, no, that's no, that's five. <laughs> uh, first barrel entry to second barrel entry was five years, eight months. Mm-hmm. And then 11, 18, 20 to 7, 11, 23. So that's two years and eight months, actually. Okay, so it's eight-year-old. So it yeah, 5'8", yeah, and then and then 2'8". Okay. So uh, total wine price, retail was about 75. Uh, but you can, it was harder to find, though. I mean, there was only so many barrels. So Yeah, I think there were only two days in Phoenix where it was at total wine that morning. Oh, wow. Yeah. And uh, like my buddy weaseled his way into knowing what day. Oh, that would Mm -hmm. be Brian, by the way. Patreon listener. Hey, oh, Brian Brian Duncan. Um, He kind of had a good feel for which day. Uh, Got a ding for Brian there. And then uh, I'm going to need one more ding from you for David, who uh, Brian and David were both there uh, waiting. And um, I came a little later and I was the fourth person in line and there were only three bottles and David, right. like a true friend, what a pro asked me this bottle because he said he knew I was gonna, I was really looking forward to this. So he nice. let me have it. What a guy. Hey David, we got your, uh, your welcome package coming soon. So just Ooh. keep that, keep it, keep it all with the stemless Glen Karen and everything. Yeah. yeah. David, David gets the Jack Daniels bottle flick here. Let's listen to this. <laughs> not bad not bad not bad all right let's all pour right. this let's get drinking all right i'm gonna cork this puppy go do it oh, it was so nice. light did you hear that it was so light it was light i did hear it yeah so i i, I remember matt uh porter doing oh, this is dark yeah. i remember matt porter doing a um episode on this uh or a, you know a video on this and he said it was weird that's what I <laughs> it is weird i yeah. i will i'll give him full marks for that it is whoa weird. i and actually wait. really like this nose is this your first time yeah mm-hmm. hey okay all right this is like oh man twizzlers um nice candy nose uh, yeah. I can't even put my finger on what kind of candy besides a little bit of Twizzlers. 
and the strawberry kind. Um, I'm getting like a thick like grapey fruit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I'm totally with you on the candy because this mm-hmm. is this is dessert for days. But yeah, also sharp. In, a, yeah. in addition to the fruit, mm-hmm. the candy fruit is uh, is maple. I'm getting just okay. an absolute yeah, get behind that. ton of maple. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Um, I I think it is, and it's a very unique nose too. Like you don't you don't smell this on your average rye. No, no. Um, you're yeah, you know what this good. smells like? This smells like it could be. I, I could be smelling an old fashioned right now. Yeah. Yeah, that's especially with like it smells. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I like this a lot. On the nose. Yeah, we'll see how weird it is on the palate. I poured a I poured a full two ounces over here. I'm not sure mm. why I did that. I'll be I'll be drinking this for a while here. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Hmm. <laughs> it's oaky in the weirdest oaky way, besides um Amberana. Um like it's it's really i mean i much you know i i like it it's very unique um yeah that that candy rye is there which i love candy rye oh yeah rye um this is really good on the palate it's hitting um, me better than i thought um yeah are you reconsidering yeah this is this will be a this will be a genuine take here. Mm-hmm. I because uh, I'm actually I'm able to distinguish the rye portion of it much mm-hmm. more clearly now, um, and it's a candy rye, and it's just got a little bit of yep. herbal. Um, herbal, good. Note. It's like ninety percent candy, ten percent herbal. Yeah, in terms of how yeah, I'm like eighty twenty probably. It is. Uh... But big with the maple syrup. Uh, it's a light, thin maple syrup, but uh-huh. I'm getting just fruit and maple and a little bit of like minerality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fruity, but in a herbal way. Yeah, this kind of reminds me of like, I, I couldn't even put my finger on it, but you know how some of those like... Uh, like an aperitif or like a, a certain like herbal um, liqueurs, liqueurs. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of some of those like, like almost like a. I don't know if I'm right in saying this, but it's uh, the first thing that came to my mind was a green chartreuse, which I've never uh, had actually. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's kind of herbal. It's kind of like almost like spicy, hmm. um, and uh, notes of that. I like how unique this one is. Sometimes unique is not my favorite thing. Yeah. Uh, this is, you know, we talked a lot about the Parker's Heritage 10-year ride um, yeah. being yeah, yeah. really unique for what it is. Yeah. It may not necessarily be, like, mind-blowing, amazing yeah. in a vacuum, but, like, it's something that you're not going to be able to find something comparable to that. Yeah. And this is totally the same way. You're not going to be able to find something comparable to this. So same assessment True. in that if you see this at a bar, definitely try We're it. Trying. Because yeah. you're not going to get the opportunity to, to be able to try something this unique 
you know, forever. Um, there is almost a note of like sherry finish to me. Yeah, especially yeah, totally. on the finish. And that's a, I think that's a little grapiness that I that yep, I get. Mm-hmm. But that yeah. um, I I'm totally with you on the sherry finish. Mm-hmm. Even though there is none, but it's, right. it tastes like it, especially with yeah. the finish. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I just took a took some water, dropped a few drops, livened it up a little bit, a little more sugary. This isn't a brown sugary. This is a this is a white sugary mixed with that like like hard candy kind of note. Um, same kind of thing though. It's like the oak. I mean, there's like a wood note there, and I don't know if it's like your typical oak, especially not like aged oak. Um, I think it's pretty good, but let's go for the sip with the water. I'm uh I haven't done water yet. I'm going the sciencey approach here, and I'm mm-hmm. gonna go back to the single malt. Do it. Yeah. Ooh, 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 I still like it with oh, a little bit man. of water. I might like it even more. <laughs> um, did the water do anything to the fruit and to the oakiness? I think it tamed down the oakiness and brought out the fruit a little more. Um, still, still a little bit of that finish that tastes like the grapey, almost sherry finish. Finish. Um. Yeah, I like it with water too. It's good. Okay. It does make it a little uh the the sherry finish note is a little more spread out, which I might not like better than the meat pour. Okay. The um the single malt, I, so it's actually it's neck and neck right now. Mm-hmm. The I'm actually leaning maybe the rye a little more today. Okay. The single malt like I like it for what it is. I like the I like that single malt flavor, and the the sherry really comes through. Mm. But it's just sherry, and it's more tannic oak. Uh-huh. It's more mouth drying, whereas yeah. the sweetness in the rye uh-huh. doesn't have the tannic mouth drying yeah. feel. And it uh, there's oak there, and, but it's really really fruity and sweet. Mm. So it's more of a dessert. I'm sorry, the rye is more of a dessert. Yeah. But the single malt is more of a like, I I, I would even venture to say the single malt is even more unique. Yeah. Maybe. I can <laughs> Maybe. see that. Better go water. It's though. been a while since I've had the single malt. Yeah. Did you, did you get your own bottle of that? What was the story there? Yeah, I got it at a drop. Um, at in virginia and i saw it i was like and i i saw it didn't have much time to think about it but i i don't regret it no not at all i was like oh this is probably going to be like one of those koi hills or one of those barrel proof rise or something like that and it was still good but it wasn't you know anywhere near how good those are to be honest or imagine what koi hill would be no you're you're totally right um i thought what you were about to say was you passed on something insane and no no, that was the the best thing there yeah (laughs) yeah besides like you know there was like buffalo trace and maybe blands or something but Uh. Yeah, I would absolutely choose either of these mm. over Blanton's like yeah. any day. Yeah. These are there's they're so unique. I um mm-hmm. just super, super fun bottles to be able yeah. to try again if anybody and ever like, sees the opportunity. Yeah, Jack Daniels is putting out some really cool stuff. 
And it's funny because they they hadn't for like a century or more, you know, they, they didn't even do an age statement for over 100 years before they put out the 10 year and the 12 year. I forgot about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's like zero traditional mm-hmm. Jack Daniels notes other than a little minerality for me. Mm. Uh, there's no like banana or anything here in case anybody's yeah. like, does it have that Jack Daniels banana note? That's uh, yeah. that's totally gone. Of course, it is mm. a rye, you know, it's what totally. 80% rye. But even the ryes can have real strong banana. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 80% rye though. That's, that's a high rye. That uh, that's a large rye contribution. I wonder how this would have ended up if they'd gone like 51% rye and more like 40% yeah. corn. But it was uh, 70% rye. Oh, thank you for, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, yeah. 70, yeah. But still, yeah. if there had been no, way that, more corn, I wonder if this would have like... Like a Sazerac uh, mash bill where it's like... up on the yeah. mouthfeel mm-hmm. more? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Just kind of like a general... That is a high rye, yeah. yeah. High rye rye. High rye rye. High rye rye. High rye rye. Uh, I just sipped it with wa- with ice. Um brought out a little more of that finish that mellowed oloroso sherry finish or whatever sherry finish it could be but um, right i don't know if i prefer it i don't not like it i'll tell you that wrangle wrangle some ice cubes here mm-hmm. yeah all right, all right. okay wait breeze went long the old joke of hey mr bus driver drop that cube or whatever yeah i forgot about that yeah what the heck is that i don't even know what that is so um i think it just came from when adam used to say uh i'm gonna drop a cube and then in my mind i'm thinking drop that cube and then it reminded me of the old days of Extreme Home Makeover. That's where they'd okay. be like, That's bus driver, move that bus. Yeah. And then okay. we'd be like, drop that cube. And so that's the where it that, Yeah, the way mind. that you used to say drop that cube, it made me think mm-hmm. of the like move that bus home makeover yeah, yeah, stuff. 100%. But I couldn't make like a logical connection as to uh-huh. why why you should be referencing home makeover right now. But yeah. you know. No, Sometimes it's just stuck in my the mind. The chill filter jokes have no logic. And... Nope, no logic. And the funny thing was, was when we had Matt Porter on, he was like, you know, at the time he was like, I think he was a bus driver, uh, you know, working that on the side. And he was like, so when I, whenever I hear that, I think they're talking to me. And I was like, what an honor. <laughs> That's funny. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Ice on the nose. I get zero fruit. None of that fruit we were talking about on the nose. It's much more like grapey. Oh, you said you get a lot of grape on the nose? Mm-hmm. So but like I'm, raisiny grapes, you know? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Like mm-hmm. dried. I'm yeah. a, I'm actually getting a little leather on the nose now. Okay. That oaky, like that it's note. like, it's leather and oaky to me uh, with mm-hmm. no fruit on the nose. No, me. It's like cold leather. If you take a leather jacket and put it in a refrigerator, that's just mm-hmm. exactly what I'm getting right now. That's it. I like this. I like this. This is good. It's impressive that it that it's it's not bad across all sips. Um, I think neat was my favorite though. So well done, Jack Daniels. 
in hitting it in the uh in the proof range the good old proof range you sound um, like you're formulating a rating i am i'm leaning favorable leaning favorable uh, yeah i'm gonna go with an 8.9 here Ooh, i think this is nice. very special very good better than i expected um, what I love about it is its uniqueness, its candiness, but also strangeness. Um, I love that it's candy-like, love that it's nice and sweet, but I also love that it's funky in a, in a herbally way. Uh, so that's why I give it 8.9. Not exactly a 9, but still good. I was right up there with you. Um, I was trying to, I knew it, I knew it wasn't going to get 9. Mm-hmm. I feel like in order to hub my what's, it was going to need oh, to yeah. be higher. Hub proof. your what's with some sherry butts, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> well, so actually, well, would I even say that the twice barreled hubs my what's? I I don't think I I don't think I would either. But um, eight point eight for the rye, eight point eight mm. for the rye. It's um higher proof would have would have gotten it over the edge. I think oh, yeah. if it if it had more of a punch to it yeah. now that i say it though i don't think the proof would have really done much more for the flavor because the mm. flavor is just I already know. at in insanity level it's mm. such a dessert it's so sweet yeah it's so fruity mm. um that like it's so respectable and unique in that way mm -hmm. i kind of wish it had a little more proof though to to turn it into more of a sipper where you yeah. would, if you wanted one drink tonight and that's it, you would pour this and you would savor it for like two hours. Mm -hmm. But with the low proof that it is right now, I feel like you'd pour that one drink, but you'd finish it in 30 minutes and then you'd mm. be like, I want another one. <laughs> yeah. So 8.8 .8 for me. I can me. respect that. I like that. We're pretty close this week, but now that we've put in our ratings, I think it's time for the next segment of the show that we like to call whiskey world news all right everybody welcome back welcome back this week's whiskey world news is an article from sagamore spirit hey uh and actually to be clear Baltimore. this article is about sagamore spirit nice uh it is uh written by danny brandon from the lovely website of oh no i closed it oh it's from Whiskey Advocate. Look at this. Nice. Hey, so if, you're, if you're watching on YouTube right now, you're seeing Get yourself I'm hold, a subscription. I'm, I'm holding up a magazine from Whiskey Advocate that nice. just started coming in the mail. I didn't ask for this. Nice. I didn't I've never gotten a Whiskey this. Advocate magazine. Suddenly, I like, just get. Oh, we don't like that Advocate. Cole guy. We'll send it to Brian. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, anyway, Whiskey Advocate, written by Danny Brandon. It wasn't written by me. It wasn't written by Cole. We're just Not reading me. what was written by Danny Brandon, and the title hey is Sagamore Spirit Kicks Off Second Annual Distiller for a Day Sweeps Sweepstakes. What? Sweepstakes. So Sagamore Spirit, the Baltimore-based leader of Maryland's Rye Revival, has launched its second annual Distiller for a Day program. Sagamore is running a sweepstakes through June 30th that will award one lucky winner the opportunity to travel to the waterfront distillery for an immersive distilling experience. Nice. 
I'm in. Sagamore regularly offers facility tours as part of its distillery experiences program, which also includes a whiskey bar and concerts in the summer. Right. Ooh, concerts. Ah, yeah. Good reason to as, come visit Baltimore slash Richmond. <laughs> but the distiller for a day experience is much more robust and interactive. Robust. Nice. The winner and one guest will work alongside the distilling team from cooking mash to fermenting Ooh. and distilling rye using Sagamore's 40-foot column still nicknamed Penny. I, and I thought about this. Penny, like copper, copper, yeah. copper pot still? Penny. I like that. Yeah. So copper they will play a, part, <laughs> play a part in the entire production process. Nice. The winner and guest will receive round-trip airfare, two-night hotel accommodation, and dinner. Nice. Uh, I'm summarizing here because I don't want to read all this, but Sagamore's had a sweet year. Sagamore was actually acquired by Ilva Serrano. Did you know this? I never heard of them. I, I don't know the name. Didn't know that. I, I don't even know if I'm saying it right, but I didn't know Sagamore was acquired by some parent company. Uh-huh. But anyway, they uh, apparently came out with a port finished rye, uh, the oldest bonded rye we've seen from them thus far. And nice. Annie, it's annual Penny's Proof Whiskey, which nice. was entirely made using Sagamore's distillate. So cool. they they have their own line that's entirely their own distil- distillate, mm-hmm. and it's called Penny's Proof Whiskey. I like that. I hope to try that next time I'm in the area. But Sagamore has not scheduled an exact date for the trip, but it's ten- tentatively scheduled for some time between July and September. A full nice. list of the rules can be found on the website, and enrollment is currently open until June 30th. So plenty of time, plenty of time to get in on this uh, this little lottery here. And I think that that sounds so fun. I would love to go and figure yeah. out what a master distiller does every day. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, I was like, have we ever done Sagamore? We've done one episode apparently on Sagamore, and I remember liking it. I am a, like I'm a, a Sagamore year. homer. Mm-hmm. I uh, I mean, what am I a homer for? Sagamore, Knob Creek. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are the two that come to mind the, nice. the quickest. I mean, I had a just a straight up Sagamore store pick seven year rye the other day. And it just mm-hmm. it's just good. Like it just nice. smells and tastes like exactly what a rye is supposed to taste like. So I love Sagamore and I really want to go <laughs> be a distiller for a day. <laughs> That'd be cool. No, I'll sign up. uh I'll sign up for and and listeners, listeners. Uh, if you really want, when does the entry end? The entry ends in on June thirtieth, so plenty of time. Oh yeah, so listeners, uh, reach out on Instagram or on chillfilterpodcast at gmail and help Brian get there because he gets extra entries if you sign up using his code. So uh, do that. And then maybe he'll be nice enough to invite you, but probably not. Uh, not that you're yeah. not nice enough, but probably you're probably not the one. <laughs> hey, if so, you okay. Win... Here's my here's my thoughts on this article. Well, go ahead. No, 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 no. You're good. Go. So here's my thoughts on this article. Are you gonna bring your wife? Or are you gonna bring me? If you win, 
Hey, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Yeah, exactly. All right? Exactly. We'll count those eggs when, we, when they hatch. Yeah. So I, I turned around, obviously. Uh-huh. I turned around immediately and submitted an entry for her from my nice. referral. Totally. Uh, and I was like, so if you win, then uh-huh. we'll, both, we'll both go because she has to go. <laughs> yeah. If yeah. she wins, she has to go. And I'm her. But that'll be around the time that Chickpea's born. Oh, that's true. So Ooh. I gotta go, and <laughs> you'll have to take <laughs> some time away from right, Chickpea and Sam. That's fair. That's fair. Nice. Yeah, that would <laughs> stink. But yeah, I guess we settled that one. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> no, but yeah, I gotta uh, stay home with Chickpea. Oh no, it could be Chickpea's first master distiller experience. Yeah, she could be the guest. Yeah. If if fun. she's on a harness on the front of me the whole time, it's like yeah. we're one one person, so it should be all right. Yeah, for sure. No, that's killer. Well, I love that. Um, we have a very special. Well, do we have last week's results from we do. what whiskey would you choose from last we week? We do we'll have last week's week. what what whiskey would you choose results? And last we said, week uh, we asked you what finish do you enjoy the most? What sort of whiskey finish do you like? Like port or sherry? Mm-hmm. Those were the two options that or chose. Heritage barrel. Or a heritage barrel, and what mm. whiskey exudes those finishes? What whiskey is just mm. the the pinnacle of of those yeah. finishes? And so, first off, as far as the finish goes, sherry versus port. I regret to tell you, Cole, that sherry won five percentage to four, five to four. Okay, so not many votes this week. Yep. Yep. Oh, it was close then. So yeah, yep. that was like what forty-four percent to fifty-five percent. Oh my gosh, math man over here. Man, forty-four to fifty-six. You were yep. way off. Round up. Yep. Way mm-hmm. off. Oh, way and off. one additional one additional vote from good old Jim Mathwig. So that's right. Oh, so, so do the math two. on that. <laughs> yeah. So that's out of ten now. No, yeah, that's out of ten now. So it's 50 to six or 40 to 60. Yeah. Uh, perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, we got a couple of responses though. We got a response from Marco and AZ. He says Ayo. combo of bourbon and sherry for nice. Ardbeg Ugadal nice. or Ambarana finish Doc Swinson's Bossa Nova. I'd be, so tr- I'd be I, interested to try it. Oh yeah. It's good. Uh, I had a nice. little whiskey shindig at my house not too long uh-huh. ago and Marco came and he brought that bossa nova. Really? It was real good. Nice. I think uh I you know, we had this discussion the other day where if you're going to go on Barana, you're going to go all the way. I'm going to yeah. go all the way. Uh-huh. I if I'm going to go on Barana, I want it to be a dessert and I want it to be ridiculous. So I really mm. like those rare characters. Yeah. But uh, the RD one didn't hit me too well because it's like mm. half of the craziness as the yeah. characters. But then mm-hmm. Doc Swinson's was somewhere in the middle of those two. It was yeah. kind of like a sweet spot of nice. like still really, really flavorful, but not ridiculous. Boston Nova. Nice. So Kilted 518. Miles hey Yeah, you got it. Yeah. Oh, can you imagine if I got it wrong? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, so he says he's with Cole on port, but A. Smith Bowman nice. port finish is his example. Oh, Isaac so. Bowman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a right. Good one. That's right. Yeah. And we got whiskey drinking panda in the house. 
Hey, yo. Good old Joey T, hey, baby. Panda Man says cognac finished whiskeys. Ooh, and he says nice. Sagamore Spirits Rye and Still Austin finished in cognac. Sags. I mean, sag. Yeah. <laughs> that is it for the responses nice. on the What Whiskey Would You Choose? But moving on into this week's What Whiskey Would You Choose? Or uh, should if I only say... I'd written it down. <laughs> I wrote it down in my brain. Thank you. So please. this one's going to be something special. It's our first what we would choose that is uh, something to pair with whiskey, but not exactly whiskey. So we're just going to put it out there this week. What is your favorite pizza chain? <laughs> what pizza chain would you choose to drink with your favorite whiskey? Yeah. Uh, so I know you had something in your head. What, what's that? I do. So uh, I'm not saying that this is the best whis- er, whiskey mm-hmm. chain. Oh, mm-hmm. my gosh. I'm not saying that this is the best pizza chain in existence, nice. but mm-hmm. it has a very special place in my heart because it's the pizza that growing up we would always get for our Elio's. households. No. <laughs> and that is Pizza Hut. <laughs> nice. That was the so one go- go- Did going- you go there with the uh with the 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 what do you call it the uh, salad bar and all that? Oh yeah. Salad oh, okay. bar, lunch mm-hmm. buffet. Missed you that. got the stained glass yep. uh, lights <laughs> hanging from the ceiling. You yep. got those those red cups with the bumpy texture mm-hmm. on the outside. Heck yeah. Uh, if I haven't convinced you to vote for Pizza Hut yet, <laughs> you, you're not going to vote for Pizza Hut. My That's vote funny. is Pizza Hut. You're you're totally going to win uh, because not many people know of the chain that I'm speaking of. Uh, but I am going to go Marco's Pizza. Ooh. And hopefully Marco votes for me. Uh, but it's Marco <laughs> with a C. Uh, Ooh, maybe he won't but, then. Yeah, exactly. He'll be like, nah, it's just not right too far off um yeah he'll vote for pizza hut for that case we'll we'll keep an eye out for marco this week but uh marco's pizza i love their sauce i love we literally just bought it tonight that's why we put it up uh but i like it with some whiskey too doesn't even matter what kind um but yeah it's like every other usually thursday we'll get marco's pizza in this household so um yeah because usually we're recording and i want to prep dinner for my family so um (laughs) That's what I got, and I'll drink a good whiskey with it when I want. So we're not even going to put it up to the whiskey this week. So that's that. Uh, we also wanted to um, put next week what Two Pick Tuesday will be, and it's going to be between um, uh, Elijah Craig again, uh, Barrel Proof C923 versus a special single barrel a Barrel Proof of the Old Forester bourbon. Uh, so uh, keep an eye out this week and vote based on what's in your heart. So listen to your heart. Listen to your heart. It's a song, you know, and so listen <laughs> to that song and then listen to your heart. Um, anything else, Brian, before we close it up for uh, another episode? No, I got nothing else. I'm just hoping that your weather is better than mine. It was like crazy windy today. and oh, really? like wild west style there were tumbleweeds blowing all over the place i was get a haboob? <laughs> no no haboob but i, I never got walking. a haboob while i lived there that's what that's crazy yeah there was like an insane one right uh, after i moved here in 2010 there was like uh, an insane haboob like pictures made like, like a wall of dust. Yeah, yeah literal wall that's and cool. that wall chased me home that day it that's was like cool. and like 
I would be like driving and I'd, uh, and I'd drive into the clear again, but then I'd have to stop for a red light and then it would get all hazy and then I would drive oh, wow. through it again and it would get clear again. It was That's super insane. cool. Man, I miss Phoenix, man. I could live there again. Get on that. It, it would be a no brainer where the chill filtered meetup was going to be. If exactly. You Phoenix. Hey, even even still, actually, I hope that our listeners will join our chill filtered meetup this year because it's going to happen. Yeah, we need to make that happen. We need to just put it on the calendar for the summer and just definitely deal with it. And I'm down for it to be in Phoenix. We'll just chill inside and get a house with a pool or something like that. Do you have a pool? My, ha- my house has a pool. <laughs> Perfect. Sam is like we'll pregnant just, out yeah, to here. Especially in the summer. <laughs> with a, Well, maybe we, sh- oh, man, maybe we shouldn't do summer because chickpeas due in June. Uh, so either we're going to do fall or mid-spring or something like that so we got to figure yeah. that out now we will yeah let's figure that out so Tasmania, I hope actually i believe Ooh, is that's the right. number one that's choice a nice time right of year in the winter yeah or at least the yeah so joel you heard us just pay for all of us to get down there and let us stay in your cool new renovated place that's not even fully renovated yet dude <laughs> have you seen joel's renovated place no it dude, sounds it's like got a, a view it's got Ooh. a gorgeous view from the master bedroom. I saw his wife or I don't know if he's, I think it's his wife, but yeah, Emma Bradbury. So they're married. Um, or their brother, sister. So cool. Yeah. Or their brother, sister. <laughs> he's going he's gonna to comment on that. Um, but uh, I hope yeah, it's they're really not cool. brother, sister. Yeah. I hope that uh, they, you know, actually put a, put a ring on it. So um but i hope that we can make that happen and i know we can so um but most of all listeners i hope that our love of whiskey lifted your spirits you're both idiots once again chill filtered the podcast where we drink whiskey (laughs) let me start over (coughs) 